Welcome to Sunflower Living, a podcast that believes that life is always worth living. I'm Abile. And I'm Linky. Welcome to our working philosophies on life and living with a mental illness. Before we get started, a note. We are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Wow, you know, it's such an interesting time in the world. And I think we have often talked about being aware of, like, just your surroundings, who you are, um, where you are, what's happening around you. And I think as we're sitting in this time and space, I am feeling like we need to lean into the truth um, that sometimes things won't be okay for a while. When I say that, I mean it in the sense that when you are going through something, when you are in the middle of it, it's really hard to see the other side. And no matter how much advice you get and how much people try to help, you have to wade through it. And only when it's done, are you able to say, wow, okay, I made it. But when you're in it, it really, it sucks. And it's okay to say that. And I think we, for a lot of the time, try to silence people from saying that it sucks. We invalidate the way that people are feeling. And I think no matter how small it is, it's okay to say it because saying it just acknowledges the moment. And from acknowledging it, you're able to start to move past it, to move through it, because there's no other way um, than through. I say this often, and my very wise friend, Mary Warner, is constantly reminding me that we've got to go through it Mm. and and we can't jump over it. We can't go around it. And that's really what we want to talk about today is that those times when it's just, it's not okay. It's, it's not a great time. It's a difficult season. It is um, things around us we can't control. And so how, what is that? One, what does that feel like for us? And mm-hmm. two, how do we cope? How do we manage to take steps so that we can get through it? No, definitely. I mean, I think that was a pretty apt and, you know, powerful opening, Linky. But I think, you know, to sort of to add on to what you're saying again when you're in it you just never you're not sure it's like I'm not really sure what I'm doing and I think I've, I might have said this before on the podcast and I kind of want to always you know say it in, a, in such a way that it is received the way that I want it to be received in the sense that we're allowed to not be having a good time in our lives you know and to talk about the fact that we're not having a good time in our lives because Again, you know, the past couple of months, years have been a lot for all of us collectively. And we've all dealt with those bits and pieces and that sense of what is going, what is happening? What is going to happen next, right? And so I think in the interim, like you see more conversations of people being like, no, this is rough. I've been having a difficult couple of months or a difficult few years. And it's, you know, there is a way to cope within the chaos as much as I think it it also, I think it's also helpful to not necessarily look for an end, but to look for a, 
like a patch where you can just sort of breathe and be like, this is still going on, but I, I'm okay despite all of this happening around and to me. That is, that's exactly it, is a lot of the stuff is happening not just to you as an individual, but like you said, there's this collective um, feeling of this sucks. <laughs> I don't know how else to put that. Yeah. And I think it's it's important that we acknowledge it for ourselves and for others. Exactly. And, you know, I, I, I always want to, jump to like the middle of the podcast where we talk about like how to get around it but mm-hmm. for a moment I want us to sit with the fact that it's frustrating to be in that situation it's really frustrating because you know that this isn't I don't want to feel like this I don't want to be in this state I wish this wasn't happening mm-hmm. and that frustration can often again feed all the other emotions we feel, the sadness, it can feed the anger, it can feed the denial sometimes. And I think when we, when we're honest with ourselves, and I talk about this a lot, is that when we're honest with ourselves, mm-hmm. we allow ourselves and, 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 and really in a big way, give ourselves permission to feel. Exactly. And I want people to give themselves permission to feel. I know there's a lot going on and I know that we have responsibilities and we have families and we have um, jobs and we have all sorts of people who are counting on us. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean we drop them and it doesn't mean that in any way by acknowledging how we feel, we are opting out, Mm -hmm. but we are giving ourselves the grace and the space to say, hey, right now, I'm not at 100%. I'm not at 500% where you like to to usually be. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of at like a 35. And that 35% is not a passing grade, but I'm doing what I need to do. I'm waking up in the morning. I am Mm. going to work. But maybe I'm not hitting it out the park. And for a moment, it's okay to say that doesn't feel great. This doesn't feel like me. This doesn't feel like where I want to be. And, mm. and I think we, we sit in that. And, when, and once we've acknowledged it, I think we're then allowed to mourn that expectation. And I think mourning is a process that we're not always comfortable with. We're not always sure about it. I, yeah, exactly. Know, because I think, you know, when you think about mourning, it has to be like a big, you know, cataclysmic event that has happened. Like, oh, you know, my, this person who was very, very dear to me has unfortunately passed away or, you know, I've lost, uh, or like, you know, you're, you're getting divorced or you, your children are going off to university. Those, like, we, we associate mourning with these big, grand things that happen to us and I think oftentimes in, even you know in in growing into the adult that I am now I was like oh okay no it, you you can mourn tiny things you can mourn not really having enough time for what it is you want to be doing or like hobbies that you love or even you know just grabbing a coffee with a friend because it's like no I'm sorry I love you but I've got a deadline <laughs> and you know sometimes you do have to make the choice of 
this thing is bigger than what it is I want to be doing at the moment. And again, like you said, it sucks because it's like, I just want to be sitting here for six hours. Oh, I just want to be going out with my friends. I want to see my people. And so, you know, it's okay to mourn that and be like, this is very difficult, but it is something that I have to do. And like I, I mean, like you said, operating at 35% isn't great, but you're still doing it, you know, as awful as it might feel to just be like, you know, I want to do this in my girl boss mode every day. And it's just like, no, I think the current climate and the normality that we did know isn't coming back. And I think that's what a lot of people are still coming to grips with, where it's like, oh, what it was before, you know, pandemic and everything that, you know, encompassed the pandemic, that's not coming back. Like, this is it. This is, there's like, there are obviously like more steps that are gonna be taken to, like, I not mimic that normality, but to almost like get back to it. But to get back to it fully, I don't think we can. And you're allowed to mourn that. You're allowed to be like, Hey, okay. okay, I suppose we, we move on. I don't like it, but we move, we move with it. That's exactly how I feel about a lot of my plans mm-hmm. and a lot of my expectations just in general. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, when we think about expectations, we think about other people. We think, mm-hmm. oh, okay, you know, I expect you to behave in this way or I expect you to do this for me. Mm-hmm. But I think I have very high expectations of myself. Mm-hmm. And so when I don't meet those, it can be very difficult for me to accept it, to accept that, hey, okay, you didn't achieve that thing that you said you wanted to, to -hmm. achieve that, you know, or that goal has to be thrown out completely because, yeah, it's just not going to work anymore. It's just not feasible in the moment. Well, like where you are now. Yes, exactly. And so I think it helps me Mm -hmm. to it helps me in accepting it when mm-hmm. I'm, when I'm able to, to really have the conversation, whether it's mm-hmm. with myself or with someone else and say, you really wanted that, didn't you? And, and it really hurts to not be able to achieve that or to not be able to, um, to get what you wanted. Mm-hmm. And I know that that sounds really selfish, mm-hmm. but in a sense, we operate the way, like we, the way we show up is based on the way that we believe we can contribute, right? That we can add value. And exactly. when we're not doing that in the way that we would like to, mm-hmm. we have to be able to say, okay, I don't like it, or that's not okay, or that, you know, that's not the way I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I mean, just thinking about it, I want to applaud the people who show up every day, who show mm-hmm. up regardless of what's going on because we don't always know but sometimes we do know sometimes Mm -hmm. we do know what's going on in people's lives sometimes we do know that this is difficult I mean I a perfect example for me is somebody who had to take a major pay cut because Mm -hmm. the company's downsizing Mm -hmm. and if that person is still showing up to work can we just give them credit can we give people credit for showing up Mm um I want to applaud the moms that wake up every morning and get breakfast ready for the kids and get the kids ready for school you know 
not every day is a, oh, I'm a sunshiny mommy and, and this is what I want to do. No, I'd like to sleep in too. Um, if that, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to, I'd, I'd like to take a break too, whatever that looks like. And I think I, that's, so for me, that's why I feel like the two spaces exist, right? There's this acknowledgement Mm -hmm. that, okay, this is, this was the plan. Mm -hmm. This didn't go my way. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't feel great. Exactly. And then there's the other side of, I'm still going to show up for life. I'm mm-hmm. still going to show up for people. I'm still going to mm-hmm. show up for myself mm-hmm. because even though it didn't work out, I am still worthy. I am still important. I am still mm-hmm. enough. And I am still able in some way, shape or form, even at that 35% that I mentioned to do something. And when yeah. we, when we then shift our focus a little bit, mm-hmm. I think that helps us to move on. Listeners, shout out to Linky for being that mom and, and several other aspects of her life, which I'm always <laughs> aware of. Um, but you know, I think to add, you know, you've given us these really perfect, I think, two aspects of you know how it is we can mourn the little things and still go on despite again not getting what we want. But I think simultaneously there is that third leg to the tripod that I would like to add of sometimes it's also being able to let go and to almost reconfigure what it is you wanted to give to that experience or to do you know what I mean like because I think I I remember reading a a status that um, a friend of mine put up um, and I think it said something along the lines of allow me to forgive you know myself for having for trying to squeeze out what I wanted from other people that they were not able to give me and I think that speaks as well to the experiences that we expose ourselves to or that we want to have and you know what it is to those experiences we want to give to of ourselves because sometimes it's like oh yeah no it's gonna be awesome I'm gonna get up there and it's gonna be a bright and sunny day you know like let's take the example of like you're starting a new job and it's like yeah I'm gonna get in there and I'm gonna like you know, make everyone love me and it's gonna be it's gonna be great. We're gonna go out for drinks. They're gonna tell me all these things about the company, and that doesn't happen. It's not because you know you did anything wrong or the energy that you came to it with was wrong. It just didn't work out. And I think you know it. Like you said, it hurts when that happens. Where it's like, oh, I, I, I can't give what I thought I was supposed to give here, and. I'm mad about that and I am very hurt by that. But I think it's enough to like, to sort of know that this was your intention, but to also know that just because you can do it now, you could do it later or you might just have to like sort of reshift it or recategorize it. But it's okay that you wanted to give and you weren't able to. So back up a little here. Let's just talk about letting go. Okay. And this needs its own episode but yeah for the purposes of this one Mm -hmm. I really want to draw on this um this quote that says sometimes letting things go is an act of far greater power than hanging on and that's and that's by Eckhart Tolle and I think when I think about what that means Mm -hmm. we hold on so much 
we hold on to relationships. We hold mm-hmm. on to things, physical things. Yeah. We hold on to emotions, anger, uh, love, all of these things. We hold on for so long because often that's all we know how to do. Exactly. Right? Because that's also what we've been told to do is that, you know, hang on as tight as you can for as long as you can. Yeah. Ride or die. And it's just like, no, actually, because what, do you know what I mean? Because to, sorry to interrupt you, but I think what I'm thinking about is how many instances that I myself as an individual have been in where it's like, you sort of sell yourself this idea of there is a bigger reward. I'm going to get my golden ticket. It's like, as long as I, like and then <laughs> if I just grin and bear it, yeah. just, I just need to go through it, guys. I can take these beatings. I can do this, and it's like no, but I'm not. I am not Muhammad Ali. I'm not built for this. I'm not. I can not walk necessary. away. It's really not necessary. And like you said about letting go, like I don't know what it is, but I think like you said, we've been taught that yes, no, the golden ticket. I will find my golden ticket. I will get my golden ticket. And sometimes that golden ticket just isn't worth it, hey? No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. Because it robs us of that process of, of, of hanging on, of holding on, um, of grinning and bearing it, robs yeah. us of peace. It robs us of joy. It robs us of our mental health. It robs us of physical health sometimes. Mm. It robs us of so much of who we are, that we morph into something else just because we believe that on the other side is that golden ticket. When in actual fact, when we let go, which again, I don't believe is a once-off act. I think it's a process. When we let go, we're able to open ourselves up to what was really waiting for us, to what is really for us. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I feel like we have spoken about so many things yeah. um, just in the short space of time. And to bring that letting go back to again, mm-hmm. what you were saying is that when things are not okay, like mm-hmm. when, and it's been a while that they're not okay, it is okay for us to redefine. It is mm-hmm. okay for us to let go. It mm-hmm. is okay for us to acknowledge it and say that it is, it's not okay. It, it's mm. not great. Um, and I think for me, when you, when, just as you mentioned letting go, I thought to myself, yes, that is the missing piece. Um, mm. And, and the process of letting go, you have to be so kind to yourself during that because so, so much comes been- up. There's so much, so much healing mm. in that time. But I, like I said, I want us, I want us to next episode, we will talk, we'll be talking about letting go and, and, and that process. Um, but I wanted to talk about a few things we can do when things are not going the way we would like them to, or the way that they're supposed to, and, and how we can, how we can find some strength for ourselves so that mm-hmm. we can keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those things you mentioned and you said, just breathe, mm-hmm. just stop. Just take, a, take a beat guys. Like really take a beat. 
I mean, for me, I think the hardest way that I had to learn that, and I still suffer from my dissociative episodes where it's sort of like, I like my mind disconnects from my body. And then it's like, okay, wait, <laughs> I don't like this floaty feeling. I don't like this feeling of not entirely being present, but that's my, that is my mind protecting me and saying, okay, you need to, you need to go all the way back. Mm. And, you know, you never wanted to get to that kind of extreme. I know not everyone will have experiences with dissociative episodes, but I know when that happens, sometimes it can be, you know, purely random because, you know, my brain chemistry isn't always how it's supposed to be. But I tend to find that when I do dissociate, that's because I haven't given myself a break and I haven't allowed myself to really just be like, okay, whoa, Abby, it's okay. <laughs> like you can, you can literally just, the world is not going to set on fire if you don't send this email or if you don't finish this piece of copy or if you don't finish editing this it's it's fine and I think even in that like it's so hard to do but you really do owe it to yourself sometimes to just stop and really take in the 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 not okayness of your situation you know yeah that's, that's a big one is, is, is just take a break, like yeah. breathe, mm. um, stop, assess. Mm. And another one I wanted to mention is stop measuring time, mm. like stop counting. So I say this because often when things are not okay, and that's why I have purposefully not mentioned the date, not mm. mentioned the month or the year that we're in, not because yeah. I don't know them, but yeah. because we've been saying for the past X amount of years, for the yeah. past X amount of months, and that measuring and that counting of time just makes it worse because you feel the, just the largeness mm. of, of, of that time. And yeah. so I, I don't know, for me, I, I think that's a really important one is to just, just say, just just one step in front of the other like literally exactly. that much exactly because i think again it goes back to what you say we rob ourselves of the lessons we're supposed to learn and the joy of those lessons and kind of the experiences but i think simultaneously we lie to ourselves when we're like okay at this point this needs to be done this needs to be done this needs to be done it's like yeah there are certain instances where that works like if you're going grocery shopping but we as people are not grocery lists you know yes these people are not you know (laughs) I think I've mentioned the toaster analogy before we're not toasters do you know what I mean like it's not just one set thing like okay I'll put the I'll put the 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 dial on four and then my toast will be great no that's just not how it goes sometimes and we really it's more than okay to sort of like obviously we're not saying like discard the notion of time altogether because then no I'm not saying that no, that's we're not, not saying that at all. But we are saying that when it comes to the largesse and the kind of um, the dynamicism of our lives, to say that at this point I want to be here, sometimes that's just not practical yeah. and it's not possible. Because again, I think we've seen in the X number of, however, you know, the just just in this really really nebulous strange time, how much can really blow up and then you just kind of have to go with it because it's like 
okay, so because how many people mm-hmm. have like you know postponed their weddings or mm-hmm. had to move when it was they wanted to have their first child? You know, yeah. big things like that. You really you will know when you're ready. We need to trust ourselves more in that instance of like time isn't going to get away from us. Sometimes we just have to be ready for things to work out. I like that. We have to trust ourselves. Um, We do. And in trusting ourselves, we also know what works for us, right? And I want to caution people that in the middle of the storm and the mess and the muck, it's not necessarily the time to be making this list because then you guys... <laughs> oh, because we've been there. We've we really been there. Have. We were like, I'm going to procrastinate the list. Okay. You know, I got time. And then you're in it and you're like, I have nothing to draw on. So we are yeah. imploring you that when you have the space to do it, mm. that's when you do it. And mm. the other two I was going to mention are um, they've come up on many lists that I've seen, like self care lists and stuff. But I like them for specific reasons. The one is go outside. So they say, Mm -hmm. take a walk. Okay, I don't need you to take a walk. I need Mm -hmm. you to just go outside. I need you to open the door. Mm -hmm. And the reason I suggest that is because as you're breathing in that fresh air, that cold air, wherever you are, that warm air, that humid air, you start to look around you and see that, oh, life is happening while I am sitting and waiting. Mm. And I think that sometimes that's an important prompt, um, not to rush you, but to just say, it's, it's okay. You know, mm. I, I, I can walk outside. And, and I, like I said, I don't need you to take a long walk and go and, you know, commune with nature that's all wonderful if you have the capacity but there are times when we're in it and it's it does it doesn't feel like we can move past the kitchen and so that opening the door for me is an act of rebellion against the feeling of I am stuck Mm -hmm. and 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 that's why I I think that it's a good one um Last month, I was going through a really, really difficult time um, just from an emotional standpoint. And I kept getting this message, go outside, you know, like, you know, um, my friend, oh, man, why don't you take a walk? It's such a beautiful day or or, um, it'll do you so, so much good to get some fresh air. And I was like, I don't have the I don't have the strength to do that. I can look out the window and I can see, but I don't have the strength to do that. But when I opened the door, not with the intention of walking out, I was very much in my pajamas. Mm -hmm. Um, I just stood for a moment and I looked around me and I was like, oh, my neighbor's car is still parked there, you know? So, Mm -hmm. you know, I still have the same neighbors. Um, Mm -hmm. I was able to look across from me and, and there were other people who, you know, in the distance were walking and I kind of felt connected Mm-hmm. to the world in a way that I was like, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I can still do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second one is talk to someone, like call someone, call a friend. Um, I think that's important because our minds, when we mm-hmm. are in really difficult states, tries to convince us that we're the only ones going through stuff. 
um, that we are alone in our struggle. And talking to someone else, they might not be going through what you're going through, but getting that small connection time is a reminder that you are loved, you are cared for. Somebody, um, somebody just appreciates hearing your voice. And so I think that's why that's important. I, I, yeah. I, I don't think it's for the advice giving. I don't even, you know, um, yeah. think sometimes the conversation has to be about whatever you're going through. Mm-hmm. But talking to someone and sometimes even encouraging someone else is again that active rebellion against your mind that is trying to convince you that I'm alone in this I I I have messed up so bad and I am never going to get out of this and this is never going to get better and whatever Mm. it is whatever the lies are that it's trying to convince you of the minute you speak to someone else you start to realize that's not true and again caveat safe person that you are calling please Mm. don't call the person you know is going to somehow because they are those people I love them and I send them so much positive energy but there are those people who will sometimes make you feel bad and make you feel worse than you do so exactly because and we know who those people are so don't call them don't call them don't call those people maybe you know go to the people who are like oh hey what's up you know like who are just unconditionally they will just listen or you can just say to them listen I don't need any advice in this moment but I need to vent this out ring those people because again oftentimes you know people as much as they need to be there for us and as much as we love them most of the time only know how to comfort others the way that they are comforted right Um, so we also need to be cognizant of that and I would also say you know in speaking to others there is something so, so, so delightful. And I think Linky, you touched on this quite well. Um, so, so, so wonderful when someone is just so excited about your existence. And that in itself, I think, can reinforce, can re- like reinforce, you know, not being like jazzed about, you know, the difficult part that we're, the, the, the difficulties that we're in the middle of, but it makes it easier. And it's like, okay okay, I've got this little light in my life or I've got that little light in my life. And, you know, these tiny things, I know like it's very cliched, but sometimes it really can just be the little things. Because I mean, I know I've definitely had days where it's like, okay, um, I have to somehow like bribe myself into getting out of this bed. And it's like, I've got a new thing of coffee. And then it's like, okay, cool. And then, you know, that leads into the other thing. It's like, oh, I'm quite thirsty. Let me get some water. And it's like, oh, that water was very nice. So sometimes it is okay, even if it might seem silly or stupid to just lean into those little things. And with that, um, I am going to wrap us up. I think the only other thing I would add is gratitude. We talk about it all the time find one thing to be grateful for. You know, I don't need you to find a list of five or three, one thing. Mm -hmm. And for me, um, sometimes that is the sun came out today. The sun Mm -hmm. came to play. I didn't see it. I didn't feel it on my face. I didn't go outside, but it came out and I could see it through the windows. And that is enough. That is enough for me to say, I'm grateful for that. Because we do, 
we have so much like you are saying that that we can just think huh that was a good thing exactly that didn't suck as much as I thought it would or Mm -hmm. you know um and that is not going to go into my pile of this is a a not so great time Um, like it's not going to go on the this is nonsense list exactly so and you know and yes for a random tangent have a list even just to get it out of your system so that it's not sitting in your head this is nonsense this is just say it just Mm -hmm. say it out loud and and allow yourself to feel it and Mm -hmm. then be like huh i'm letting that go i'm going to put that to bed and i'm going to keep taking steps forward Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Um, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, next episode, as we said, we'll be talking about letting things go. So we hope you'll join us and uh, leave us a review. Uh, find us on Facebook or Instagram. And um, see you next time. And a note, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed on this podcast are our own. Our views and the views of any guests on our show cannot be construed as advice or should be used as medical recommendation. If you need help, please consult a licensed medical professional.